Today's episode of the Bingers Assemble is brought to you by our good friends, uh, John Naughty over at the NaughtyLawGroup.com. Look, it's getting to fall time. People might be moving, and that means that landlords might be acting up. And when that happens, if there's any type of dispute that you're in, that could be criminal, all right? That could, all right? That, you know, it doesn't even need to be criminal, right? It can be anything. You just got to dispute the homeboy, right? Instead of going to small claims court, you want to go to the man with the plan. That's our friend, John Naughty. Now, check this out. He has a history of getting his clients exactly what they're looking for. You can say, I want to go to court. You can say, you know what? I want to wash my hands of the situation, and I want to make myself whole, uh, make myself feel whole. John Naughty's the person to do that. Go ahead and check him out. That's John Naughty at www.naughtylawgroup.com. Man, check this out, everyone. I've been to assembly. Uh, you know, I just feel like I'm about to go to law school, like on the rail. Uh, if I went to law school, though, I, you know, I don't really know what I do. Like straight up. <laughs> That's right. It's a perfect Avengers. day. We're going to be covering Legally Blonde. It's a perfect day to cover Legally Blonde. You damn right. Avengers Assemble. We got one of my favorite movies ever. We're covering Legally Legally Blonde. Shout out to our main man, Plain Sight, for dropping us with that nice beat. Uh, look, guys, it's Chris Wiggins. You guys don't really care about that. Uh, you got another binger. You got Mikey P. You guys don't care about that. Uh, nah, you care about me. So, okay, we care about him slightly. But the biggest thing that we got is we've got one of my favorite actresses, fitness enthusiast, uh, a former look, a former last retort guest. We've got the mm -hmm. wonderful uh, Diamond, Addie Baker. What is happening? And welcome. <laughs> Hello. Well, well, thank you for having me. I'm excited uh, to talk about one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it yes. is my favorite. Mine too. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, listen, y'all. Uh, she may not be blonde, um, and she may not uh, be uh, emblematic of uh, typical blonde, right? Because she just be uh, look, Addie just be killing and everything like that. But listen. She knows what's good. She has a lot of Harvard to her. She has a lot of litigiousness to her. I don't know if that's a word because I don't have any litigious uh, to me. But she's going to be joining us. We're covering, the, we're covering Legally Blonde. Uh, look, check this out. 20th anniversary of this film, though. I, was, I cannot believe that I am this old because I remember when this came out. Uh, for me, comedies were always buddy cop movies or like stupid Fairly Brother movies. Uh, it had been like so long since we had something where it was female driven um completely owned operated right not not the sidekick right it's not hey uh there's some other male co-star whose name's at the top of the the booking right hadn't seen that in a while and then this movie comes out uh, and i thought and i thought when i was a 13 year old and i was like you know at the time when fast and furious and jurassic park were coming out that summer i go you got this and i go this would never do great went to see this in theaters thought it was absolutely amazing um look yo i want to get y'all's first impressions when this movie came out Man, I remember when this movie came out because I was 
I was young, dude. I was probably like freshman in high school, and um, Reese Witherspoon, like early two thousands, was the shit. Yeah, late nineties like, too. Every yeah, late nineties, early two thousands. Like she was every like high school girl's like idol. You know what I mean? So like when this movie that came is, out, that I is remember, that true? That is that true? Honestly, I cannot remember when it first came out. I do remember. I, for some reason, I feel like it came out ten years ago because I. <laughs> feel like I was an adult when it came out, but I mean, she is super cute. I don't remember idolizing her. I don't know if I necessarily idolized somebody like her, you know, positive yeah. and nice and blonde and, you know, nothing wrong with it. It just wasn't probably somebody that I idolized, but yeah. she was very popular and the movie was very popular. So yeah, Mike, I, I would kind of agree with you on that. She was yeah. idolized by the girls. Yeah. I like Mike and I grew up in San Diego. Um, so Needless to say, uh, I, you know this was a I don't know I, this was a turning point. I think um, look for a long time. What do you call it? Like this and this plays off the tropes. This movie plays off the tropes of that for a long time, right? Obviously, blondes are just ditzy, airheaded, superficial, right? And they kind of get into this, um, w you know, with this film, right? But they spend a lot of the time subverting it, right? Um, one thing I appreciate about the film, number one, uh, it's like. They try like the whole story of this is essentially that it's implausible that this girl from California and Mike, Mike and I were offended that the fact that they thought Californians couldn't get into Harvard, right? Uh, <laughs> they, yeah, they're like good-looking Californians can't get into Harvard, right? Like Mike, they, they wanted to tell Mike and I that we didn't have a chance, right? But they wanted to put, present it as though, hey, it's fish out of water, but it's also this person. It's unexpected that someone like this would go into Harvard. I think one of the things I appreciated about the film is that you actually see little droppings pretty early on that she is not like that this is like she's not someone that's like dumb right like she may not necessarily yeah. be, be the yeah like the love like uh, i think one thing that stands out uh, early, pretty early on she's at the dinner scene with what's his name warner or warner or something like that yeah mm -hmm. warner okay she uses a term um he says he's talking about how he wants to become a kennedy or something like that right and then she says i'm amenable to that mm -hmm. i didn't start using that word till i was like 22. Well, you know, even before that, she is obviously she's savvy. She look, she's a 4.0 already in her college. She's in a sorority, so you have to keep up a GPA with that. You also yeah. have to be likable enough, so you have to be able to be socially aware, have make connections. So even from the and she's like the top of her sorority, you know, everybody knows Elle and everybody knows she's probably going to get proposed to. Like, well, they know she's going to get proposed to. So she has these really strong relationships. And you, you, you can't be a dummy to necessarily have all that going on. But a big part, you know, a big indicator that she had some brains on her, aside from the things I mentioned, was when she went shopping for her dress to go on the date to be proposed to. Mm, yeah. And the um, the sales associate uh, woman. Game. Yeah, she tries to she tries to sell her a uh Dis, you know, a, an out-of-season dress at full price, and Elle knew it, and she was like, if you're trying to sell me last season's blah, 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 <laughs> you're sorely mistaken, or whatever she says. And yeah. so, like, she's she's very smart when it comes to a lot of things, but especially fashion. So, you know, and, and that's another thing with intelligence. Like, it just depends on what you're smart in. Not everybody's smart in the typical things that other people are smart in. I mean, mind you, again, she's smart in, you know, getting 4.0, but she has a real knack for fashion and she knows her items that are in season. So mm -hmm. it takes brains to to do that as well. Yeah, certainly. 
look, you know, I think one of the things, like, uh, what, what shouldn't, no one should miss out on, I think that they said that her major was in fashion merchandising. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like that's, you know, and re- with respect to whatever anybody on this podcast may have majored in or anything, that includes myself, it's not exactly, you know, she's not in like a sociology-based degree or something like that, right? Not to say that those folks are somehow uh, unintelligent, right? But it's fashion mm-hmm. merchandising, right? There's, so there's a level of, business stem yeah well yeah 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 she's probably taking some stem classes you know uh mike i, I know i cut you off so i i, I you know i want to be respectful to your pov on this um well, and i know that you majored in uh sociology so i didn't <laughs> no, I just fuck with I did business admin but my opinion on that is just that, <laughs> you know people i feel like people always try to like maintain like this elitist like idea of like what you major in, you know, like individuals that I run into that majored in like engineering are always going to shit on people that majored in like, uh, I don't know, like child development. And, uh, you know, we would get this a lot as like business majors as well, where like people would say that, you know, we think we're the shit because, you know, our major is deemed harder than, you know, let's say sociology. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that stigma really needs to go away because it doesn't make you smarter than anyone else. I think the curriculum is different for each major. And people take that into consideration to judge people that major in that. But what's to say that you could be a smart individual and you took that major because you're interested in it? I know a lot of people will do it sometimes to take the easy way out. And they'll say, you know, I'd rather do sociology because, you know, I only need, let's say, 40 units. Yeah, Yeah. And I can bang this out in four years as opposed to having to do prerequisites and, you know, other additional classes to major in, let's say, like engineering. But Mm -hmm. I feel like that's stigma. Oh, go ahead. Well, to your point of being an elitist, a lot of that that tag um, or that label comes with how much money will you be making when you're done with your degree? How much are you going to be bringing in? How much did the degree cost and where did you go? So it's all like so based around money. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. And that's kind of what I was going to bring up as well is just to say that I think that that ideology has now turned people to want to all major in certain mainstream um, majors and really go away from like doing what they like to do so people mm-hmm. will shit on art majors but what if an individual really does like art and want and wants to aspire to be an artist like eventually we're going to start to steer all those people away from all of that and we're going to run into the problem like what they had in japan where you have an influx of people that are you know lawyers and doctors and engineers and there are not enough jobs for all of them and so everyone's kind of fighting for these limited positions Mm-hmm. And there's yeah. no there's no art and there's no creativity there's no emotion there's no emotional intelligence there's you know there there's no room for that when you're working your ass off to make money in a field where it's so cutthroat mm-hmm. and everything becomes like that because it isn't necessarily a creative artistic you know aspect and there's so that there's so many people gunning for those jobs it becomes so cutthroat. Certainly, definitely. So background on the film, y'all. Uh, listen, so obviously we mentioned released twenty uh, at least twenty years ago in theaters back July thirteenth, two thousand one. Twentieth anniversary of this movie. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, we're old. We're old, especially Mike. Um, you know, based on <laughs> look, based on Amanda Brown's two thousand and one uh, comedy novel. I found this part odd that the book that it was based on or that it took from, which is also called Legally Blonde. Uh, was came out the exact same damn year as a movie so talk about quick turnaround um mm. amanda brown this is based on her experience over at stanford uh, law school uh she essentially 
would write letters back home saying that she didn't fit in, turn those manuscripts at, into actually the novel. Um, then screenwriters, uh, Kirsten, let me make sure I'm pronouncing this right. I wish we had, they had regular, uh, oh, yeah, I, I don't know how I wouldn't have pronounced this right. This is a typo by me. But uh, Kirsten Smith and Karen McCullough, now Karen McCullough Lutz, uh, had went turned this into a film. Then this went and got directed. I was surprised by this. Uh, Robert uh, Luketic in his feature-length directorial debut. Uh, this was released through MGM on a budget of $18 million and went ahead to gross $148 million. Uh, spawned the sequel, Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde. I hope that we never, and I certainly mean ever, cover that movie. You gotta do it on like Jericho, bro. <laughs> ne ne never. <laughs> ever will cover that movie. Uh, just, yeah, just bad. Went ahead and, and spawned uh, TV series, books, and also a musical as well. Uh, look, Number one, I, I like look. I, we're not I'm not, we're not gonna be covering Legally Blonde two, Red, White, and Blonde, right? Did y'all think that this deserved to be sort of turned into a I don't know what do you call it non trilogy duology or something like that or a duel? I guess no, 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 no. no Addie's <laughs> like no. All right, didn't no interest in a sequel or a, or a third potential third movie? There are actually rumors that they're looking to produce a third movie. Well, with, she'd be with back. Reese. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, nice. I would kind of be interested in it because she's older now. I want to see where she's at. Supreme but I don't Court. need to see, Supreme you know, Court. I don't need to what? Supreme Court. Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah like, what is she? Is she? She's probably a mother. She probably does it all. You know, is she still married to, is it Luke or Owen? I always uh, look, it's Luke. And I think his Luke. character's name was uh, Emmett. Emmett, yeah. She's probably Very married interesting to Emmett, I hope. Or maybe they're divorced. Like, who knows? Make That'd it interesting. Be better. And they're still working together. She could do better than him. Oh, I love him. Yeah, she could do. But come on, and she's like a lobbyist working. At the second one, she's a lobbyist, uh, right? Like, where you know. What's you know, better speak. though? What's better, the guy that dumped her to go to to oh, Harvard? Emmett. Well, Emmett had a job, so he's infinitely better. He, like he was about to graduate, and Warner didn't get a job. You know, right, well, he right, was, right, right. Yeah. He had Good, a job, yeah. and he better. he was top three of his class. Uh, Emmett. Yeah. yeah, that's how he got his job. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, he's she, a smart yeah. dude. Well, yeah, she can do better when she like late, like twenty years later. She's she can do better. Look, she's she's gonna be the next RBG. What's Let's better? Keep it what is even better? What's better? She's gonna date the president. She's gonna uh, be and legally blonde three. She's gonna be dating the president and be on the Supreme Court at the same time. Oh wow! You know? okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling. Well, All right, plot yeah. twist here. If we're saying that she would be a lobbyist or working at the Supreme Court, what party would she belong to? She's from California, bro. Yeah, I think she'd be definitely on the Democratic side. Yeah. Maybe she rise, maybe she rises up like the Green Party or the Liberal side. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe she creates the third party. Mike, you didn't watch number two? It. What about Warner? Republican. Yeah, Warner's fat or fat Republican. Oh, he's fat now. <laughs> I Wait, mean, he, he was he was trying to be a senator. Remember, he was like, my yeah. dad is a senator, runs in my family. Like that was his whole excuse for like dumping yeah. it. He's basically Wasn't saying it, so, like. So was it like all right? They're in California at the beginning of the movie, right? So are his parents, or is, or is his dad and his granddad senators from California, or what? He like, doesn't I say. don't know. Yeah, like I'm assuming, like unless like he just randomly showed up there. I got a question. What what school do we think? I know this is off topic here, but what school do we think that uh, they had gone to undergrad before Stanford or before CULA? Oh, yeah, you're right. They did. CUL. This is a fictional school. Okay, yes, you're right. They did mention <laughs> CUL. Yeah, that's that's similar to, like, in The Fresh Prince, how they had U, uh, ULA or whatever, and then uh, how they have 
Cal University in uh, 90210, or then whatever the school was in. Yeah, I love this. This like this is totally me. Just fucking some random school in LA that they like they don't want to get the naming rights for it, and then Harvard's just like, yeah, you can use us, you know. Well, we, um, know, we know they weren't about to shout out CSULA. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> and I would be yeah. very surprised if she went there. I'd be like, wow. Yeah. No, she. I would have. I would have guessed like Pepperdine or SC. Like, yeah. And that's yeah, no, she, I, I'm not saying that as shade to like CSULA. I have friends that went there, but my friends that went there have given me very descriptive, uh, like, analogies of like what the demographic of the school is, and she definitely would not fit. You don't think a rich blonde <laughs> would want to go to CSULA? <laughs> by the old uh, by the old mental health facility. I mean, crazier things can happen, <laughs> yeah. right? Now I'm not gonna let Mike get off this topic easy. All right, <laughs> uh, all right. So check this out. So uh, look, all right. So anyhow, they so listen. They're developing the film. Uh, before I get into that, right? Uh, Robert Luketic. Uh, so I look. I don't know if you can have a better first film, like outside of Michael Bay doing Bad Boys, um, right? In terms of like you doing a feature length film, his career. Not really anything of note. Uh, he's gone on to do, what do you call it? He didn't even do the sequel to this. He went to do a Win a Date with Tad Hamilton, did Monster-in-Law, then did 21. I then love Monster-in-Law. I love that. Yeah, I love that too. It's J-Lo and Jane Fonda, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, classic. Yeah. I, yeah. When, uh, what's it? Peter Vart- or Michael Vartan, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm. Went to do these movies, Killers, Paranoia, and it seemed to kind of just go downhill. I don't know what the hell happened. Uh... Like, I don't know. Like, to come out with this, though, like, that's your first film. Uh, I don't... It's weird that I... I find it odd that a first-time male director... And this might be emblematic of the time that it was set in. Uh, Addy, I have a, this question specifically for you, right? I find it... Per- personally, I find it odd that a first-time male director got to direct this. Do you think that the movie could have done better or had a different tone with a female helming it? I mean... Possibly, but but let's remember that this you know this the the screenplay was written by two women and the mm-hmm. actual book was written by a woman. So yeah, um, you know I think obviously they had a lot of say and in in certain things. I think that even if you had possibly another guy doing this film, it would be slightly different. So yeah, it, it could definitely be different with it with a female having directed it totally. Like you know. For sure. I want to see a Captain Bigelow or uh, what do you call it, Sofia Coppola directing this, like straight up. Just I would have thought. It what if Quentin gone. Tarantino directed it? I know there would have been a lot more feet, a... a lot more feet. <laughs> a like, lot more feet. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, Reese, <laughs> your your character doesn't wear a lot of shoes, by the way. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So look, uh, going into Mike, Mike, any perspective on that? Mm, not necessarily. Okay. All right. It's uh, all right. Yeah. I just. Yeah. I. I, I don't know. It's like. Uh, it seemed. It's like. Yeah. Even though, the powers that be. Right. That it. You know. It's female driven. Right. But you know. Which I obviously appreciate. Yeah. It just seems that, uh, just random guy never done a movie before, and they're like, hey, here, here you go. Right. This franchise mm-hmm, could be killer. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, and killer it was. Um. So look. In the the movie was filmed over. I believe that they filmed this over at uh, Caltech. Uh. So they, once again, uh, Mike. Your Cal, your Cal State L- U.S. Sorry, CSULA didn't get any kind of love. Uh, the essentially, look, they uh, so turnaround time. So the producer, uh, the, one of the producers for this film, actually was had 
finished doing production on uh, Josie and the Pussycats and then worked on this one. I think that they actually came out chronologically uh, a month after each other, uh, they, which I found fascinating. Uh, but going back and getting back into the film, though. Uh, so Reese Witherspoon, Selma Blair, Luke Wilson, and Linda Cardellini. These are the four people I really want to talk about uh, in looking at uh and really kind of looking at the film i think that they're most important you look at reese witherspoon so she talked about this we're going to get into this when we get into the the uh when we get into our awards um and some topics right uh just on who are some other people that were looked at however she wasn't the first choice for elwoods um christina applegate well okay well we're gonna get into that but damn all right yes but no i like no but this works this works christina applegate look well, I, I also read that they okay. um, were thinking of casting someone else also. Does that someone yeah. else have a name? Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Mike, what the hell? Like, oh, it's because... Fucking Mike bring it up. I got caught up with the director uh, discussion because I had mentioned that they are going to release a, a, a trilogy. A third so they are, part. okay, yeah. And it's uh, the director is going to be a woman. Her name is um, Jamie Souk. Hmm. Interesting. So it's slated what for next year. Yeah, what, what has she done? Yeah. What has she done? Um, I can suit? tell you. This is how Mike uh, researched back in college, by the way. Like, very incomplete. Yeah, it does say Legally Blonde 3. I mean. No, oh, nice. And Reese is going to be in it? Yeah. Uh, okay, so look, let's talk Christina Applegate, though. All right, so look, we're going to take talk Christina Applegate and Reese Witherspoon, though. So, Reese Witherspoon, she's coming. The reason that she, uh, for our listeners at home, reason she wasn't considered uh, originally. Is because she had just done the movie Election, and they thought that her uh, character was like a shrew and uh, just well, just watch that movie Election, you get a sense, right? And they didn't think oh, that I she loved could. That conf- movie. You did? Okay. She was in. She was a nutbag, but I loved it. Yeah. So because of that, they thought, hey, this is not for you. I think that this movie with Christina Applegate, I think that it becomes better. No. I disagree. No. Okay. Why do y'all disagree so quickly? So I disagree because she wasn't also their first choice so uh upon my research apparently tori spelling was the first one to be asked to play oh my movies god worse. That, it movies changed. worse it yeah changed. movies worse yeah there's no so, there's not even a sequel so with tori spelling she's a shit right. actress i feel like that was a good like a good thing that happened so then christina applegate was next she declined and then they basically asked katherine heigl Gwyneth paltrow alicia silverstone Charlize theron and then finally they got to Reese Witherspoon. But I feel like her just being in that role was so iconic. And I think Christina Applegate is funny, but I don't think she would have had the same impact. Okay. Yeah, and, and I don't necessarily know if I find Christina Applegate funny. Um, you mean like I, Anchorman? She has like a... You know, Kier- yeah, I was going to Kirsten- say Anchorman's like dry sense of humor. Uh, yeah, I didn't really... Y'all didn't like didn't Married with Children? I liked Married with Children, but Al Bundy and Peggy were the funniest people. Okay, all right. Maybe um, this is like Chris Boyhood Crush is just yeah. Anything named Kelly. I, was I about think I think if somebody I think if somebody was I don't think we mentioned this person, but maybe Kirsten Dunst could have. Oh, been. That, movie, that movie tanks. No yeah. way. I mean, I love <laughs> yeah. Kirsten Dunst. Have yeah. you seen? Um, You're resurrecting the Drop dead, dead with that gorgeous? one. I know. But Wait. she's so good at being super sweet and bubbly. Like I really, she. But she's also. But I don't know. She can do dark stuff too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That would have been my. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I, yeah. I feel like she like she doesn't bring the charisma you would need for this. Like, and like in terms of this is a comedy movie, and I wonder like, hey, it's, uh, 
if she brings enough of okay that's funny right and like sort of the unintentional like like the thing that shouldn't be lost right like for me this is what solidified uh reese witherspoon as an actress um now listen mm -hmm. i saw cruel intention in theaters five times all right um then to go to that then to go to election right and then what are the other movies she was in fear uh before this oh, with the, uh, fear so Mark she did Mark. fear she had also done um freeway Freeway was so good. Or was it you? Kind of like an indie movie, and then she did Overnight Delivery with Paul Rudd. I love Overnight Delivery. Okay. I love that was like, and that was so fucking good. That's the difference, like, because I never thought of Kirsten Dunst, and you bringing it up, I'm like thinking about it now. She definitely was also huge in like the late '90s, early 2000s, like during that like American Pie era. But I feel like Reese Witherspoon is a better overall actress, like. Well, her line years. of yeah, light years ahead. Like her line of work, like she's done serious roles, dark roles, like comedy roles, and so is her, Kirsten. Yeah. Have you seen Melancholia or Suicide Girls or whatever? I can't remember what exactly that one's called, but that was extremely dark. Can but, she like, do comedy weird. though? That's uh, the yeah. She well, she look. She can do. Have you? I think it's called Drop Dead Gorgeous, and mm. she's like a small town girl who's super into pageants, and she's like. She makes her way all the way up through the thing, like, by sheer luck, because everybody gets sick from shrimp, like, whatever. She's just... So, but it's, like, cutesy, fun, like, un, you know, just a juxtaposition, like, the di the dichotomy of small town making it big or blonde girl becoming a lawyer. You know, the same type of thing happens. It's, like, she's, like, cute, funny yeah. as well. So, that's, that's kind of what... I'll she, go with Charlize Theron. Well. No, Listen. she's too <laughs> sexy... Serious, I like think she has some co great comedic timing. Like if you if you watch her on you watch her on like between the two firms and on late night shows. I think that this could have been a game changer. And listen, they're the same. This yeah, most people don't know this. Her and Reese Witherspoon are the exact same age, so this would have worked out perfectly. All right. Also, I think Kirsten Dunst would have been like way too young to do this uh, this movie too. I'm just saying. I just can't right. see. I just can't see Charlize doing anything bubbly. No, and, okay. Yeah. Right, She's so like sexy, sexy. And, does it become like a drama? Very, huh? Does it become a drama movie with Charlie Theron in it? Yeah, like a little more, <laughs> a little more serious. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, look, Captain Heigl, I, yeah, I, I don't think that you could have sold this. Um, apparently, uh, somehow. Uh, yeah, I'm glad they didn't cast her. I'm, I'm not yeah, really a fan. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I've met her before, right? Nice lady. I don't think that this works. Like, no one's like, it immediately becomes like every scene they have to rewrite it as she's immediately offended by how she's treated <laughs> and is vocally a vocal about it, and not like, you know, like she's not gonna be like use a frigid bitch line, right? You know, just it yeah, wouldn't deliver it as, that. yeah, right. It's gonna be like, nobody's <laughs> better. Nobody's more perfect for this role than Reese, and I think that's partially why it did so well because she totally embodied the character. She was. You know, it's just very sweet, but very witty, and there's a lot of heart in it. You know, she was she became friends with the the nail salon. Um, yeah. Lady, what's her name again? Uh, Jennifer Cool. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Yeah. Stifler's mom. Yeah, like Stifler's mom. <laughs> kind woman, like a kind girl. Sophie from Two Broke Girls. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's a plot twist for you guys. What's that? Since we're talking about. Uh, since you mentioned American Pie, what if they would have casted Tara Reid? No. 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 <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh, you man. know, I never had Tara Reid stock at all. 
I like, can't see Tara Reid having a, like a witty bone in her. Yeah, could, yeah. Could you imagine that? Ah, uh, okay. Was it? Yeah. Just no. Yeah. The voice doesn't work. You know. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, somehow Jennifer Love Hewitt was considered. Uh, I just can't see her as a blonde. No. Uh, yeah. Just no. Yeah. You got to be blonde hair, blue eyes. Like they have a scene in here where uh, I don't know if it's towards the end or whatever. Right? They zero. They really zoom in on uh, Reese Witherspoon and just like all California just pops out, blue, bright eyes right you know and i'm like yeah you can't you can't get that right they gotta have a blonde hair blue eye they can't have some blonde hair it doesn't work with a brunette because yeah 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 look you gotta have an area because selma blair is brunette yeah that's the like that's the stereotypical brunette bitchy serious like smart quote i put in quotes you know that's that's she that role is already yeah jennifer love it she can't dye her hair legally brunette like that's stupid well i I assume she would have dyed her hair but we don't want that Jessica Alba from Fantastic Four situation happened. No, right. it, no. Just, it would have been weird. Yeah, no, it's yeah, they got to be Aryan. I'm sorry, that's just yeah. All right, uh, what do you call it? So, up. Uh, wow, I'm looking at the weirdest thing. Chloe Sevigny was apparently uh, going to be cast as uh, Jennifer Coolidge's role, and that would have ruined the movie completely. Um, sorry, uh, that's that's more for later. This is going to be a fun topic. Uh, let's go. Alright, I want to talk some of the other people in here, right? Selma Blair. They just come off of having done Cruel Intentions together, right? Uh, yeah. Did they? When yeah, was Cruel Intentions? Was it like yeah. early ni- or late 90s? I think that was like 99, maybe. 99, um, yeah. 98, yeah. 99. Um, so, so good. Yeah, well, I love that. Like I said, seen it in the theaters five times, right? Uh, Chris Wiggins had a t- has always had a ton of Selma Blair stock. How did you get in there, though? Uh, Mike, I wasn't sheltered like you. <laughs> Addy and I are tall. We can just go into things. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. You like visited Mike. your boy at the matinee. Uh, I didn't visit him this time. Yeah. One of not none of the five times that I visit him. Uh, what do you call? It? Yeah. I went into Cruel Intentions five times. I like, I was like, hey, what's good? And then they go, hey, they go, what's happening? I go, yeah. They go, well, I was like, man, I, like, I got to go to the football practice, right? I was like, college is really hitting me up. And then they go, okay, cool, come on in. So, uh, <laughs> look, so Selma Blair, look, you know, I th- like after the uh, cruel, int- I know she's been in other things like prior. Cruel Intentions was like the first big thing that I recall her in. Um, and then coming into this, I like even uh, everything happened at the end. I absolutely came out of this absolutely hating her, but I was like, this is a wonderful actress. Uh, I can't say enough, like, of playing the. Like, the looks that she gives, right? Like, she's a great looks actress, right? Just fucking, just her face says it all, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when she answers a question or whatever, and she's, like, trying to give a little fuck you to L about, uh, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know how to mouth all these random Latin terms uh, of whether you would take a, what do you call it? Uh, what well, I forgot what it's called, right? Whether the person is uh, a hard case versus an easy case, right? The look that she gives L or whatever, right? The complete big fuck mm-hmm. you, or when she first comes up and gets on uh, Warner, who we're not really going to talk that much about because he sucks, um, right? Selma Blair, uh, I I thought that she would have sort of been in the mainstay within Hollywood of not necessarily typecast in these kind of roles, but, like, you'd see her as the actress that's doing, like, roles where she's getting a power grab or she's playing, like, a female CEO or something like that. I don't know what kind of happened. She's in Hellboys, and then she ends up doing the, uh, ends up doing, like, that Charlie Sheen show, I forgot, Anger Management or something like that, and then, obviously, courageously battling what she's going through now. I believe she has uh, MS, so. Uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on Selma Blair in this and sort of overall Selma Blair? I mean, I love Selma Blair. Like, she has this cute, naive, um, naivete to her that's like rooted in a um 
dark humor. So I, I really like I really like her, um, and you know I, I I just like her, and and she I always think about her, um, you know, in Cruel Intentions when she's like talking with Michelle Geller, and she's like, and Michelle's like, you got to keep a secret, and she's like, secret society, secret society, and she's just doing this cute little dancey thing, and she's like this virgin, you know, I just always see her as that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Daddy, so uh, I, you got to put some respect on the name Sarah Michelle Geller, girl. All oh, right. sorry. Oh, yeah, that's that's Chris's <laughs> childhood date. You know, her and Ashley, yeah, her and Ashley Banks and Kelly Kapowski, you ruined those for me, all right? Sarah Michelle Geller. All right? <laughs> yeah, but continue. Um, yeah, so I just see her. I just see her as this, as as that type of person. And so you know, I loved her in this. I loved her being bitchy, and and I also loved her redemption. I I like that she came around to liking and seeing um l for for her beauty and then became friends with her and then you know didn't she also dump like she dumped um warner, his name? warner. warner. she did yeah. she dump him at the end of everything or did she end up staying with him i can't remember they don't so, mention it yeah but it's, i'm assuming they got rid of yeah him. Yeah. yeah so i just love that that they gave her a redemption and they didn't keep her the bitchy you know, character that just never came around. So, you know, I like that they did that. But overall, I like her. She's a cute. She's cute. And, um, yeah. All right, Mike, are you going to talk shit on Selma Blair? No, I mean, I would have if she didn't have that redemption. Because yeah. she definitely, yeah. like, came off as a bitch at the beginning. And, like, the first time I saw that movie, like, I really just felt like, all right, here we go. Like, it's going to be a rivalry. She's going to play, like, the the jealous overprotective new girlfriend you know and and she's gonna try to hang on to warner every way that she can um but i was wrong she redeemed Mm -hmm. herself and you know i think that she was good as far as like playing her role and Mm -hmm. um the funny part is like she wasn't even the first choice like she also uh, was asked. Uh, look, to we, play don't, that we, role we don't. Like we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want. Uh, about to say, if you're gonna name who it is, like we can get rid of the award category at the end. <laughs> Chloe Savigny. Oh wait, so she was supposed to play her, not uh, not the Jennifer Coolidge. Okay, I read yeah, that. Yeah, Chloe Savigny is pretty young to be. I mean. Yeah. Coolidge. Okay. Yeah, she declined to take the, the take up the role. Um, she said she didn't think that Legally Blonde was going to be as successful as it was, and she felt it was going to be another rom com. <laughs> I mean, Chloe, yeah, Chloe, yeah, I mean, listen, <laughs> she, interesting actress, actress career, uh, for mm-hmm. Chloe Sevegny, I'll say that, I'm gonna leave it there, yeah. uh, yeah, uh, yeah, so, um, shout out to Selma Blair, yeah, mm-hmm. what a huge come up, uh, listen, we're gonna get into Luke Wilson here, uh, I, look, why uh, do you get a feeling you're gonna trash him? Okay, listen, I'm not... I feel like a lot of people do, and I don't get it, I freaking love him, he's such a sweet baby angel, like... <laughs> Well, it's do you yeah, like for him, me. Do you like him more than his brother? Yeah. I do too. I do. Yeah. So look, my big thing with this is with uh, Luke Wilson. His characters are always the same to me. Mm-hmm. Like some, there's a level of accomplishment, but a level of this guy is not that bright. Like you can mm-hmm. get one over on him. Um, to me, like this role was very similar to Blue Streak, um, even though they weren't supposed to have anything really in common. Uh, he just came off as very, oh, okay, well, I, I'm i not necessarily hip to the way the world works and yada yada, right? And, and look, his part was, I think you could have done the movie without him. His part was just, yeah. <laughs> I, 
don't mean, know. What do y'all? All right, y'all are Luke Wilson fans. What are y'all thoughts? He on wasn't this? like impactful with yeah. the role. Like I, I like him as well, and mm-hmm. I think that you're also like unfairly judging him because I feel like I liked his role in Blue Streak. I thought he was funny. I, I, like say I didn't like old... the role. I just said he's uh, what do you call it? He's just... the same type of role. Yeah, he's, I like, yeah. I liked him in old school. Like, who else could you get to play the Godfather? Yeah. I, Somebody yeah. very unassuming, yeah. Yeah, Addy, what are your thoughts on uh, Luke Emmett Richmond? By, played by Luke oh Wilson. Oh my god, I fucking love Blue Streak. I'm looking it up now with Martin Lawrence. I fucking love right, Blue Addy, Streak. Addy wants us to do the Blue Streak episode. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> I, my, remember my... Just, I remember laughing so hard when I was younger. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love, you know, I love Luke. He beca- Because of his, like... He's, you know, because he seems like he doesn't know what's going on, but he, and, and he's just so charming in that way. And I love his face. He's got such an interesting face. And of course he was the sweet man who worked hard and was genuine and the quiet type, you know, I, I really, you know, I just loved his character and I mm. kind of agree with you. Maybe they could have gone without it or gone with somebody who had more of an impact, but the story really was about Elle and yeah. so to to have somebody with more of a presence or more you know then it would it would probably compete yeah so you know i think it was perfect i mean every single person in this movie was perfect and if you were to change it it would i don't think it would have been a success i mean who's to say but yeah 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 so the now i wanted to get into this was a small bit part uh she hasn't come up to the end linda cardellini all right, first and foremost, I gotta give her like huge props on uh, like may- maybe I'm just thinking that she was a lot bigger uh, as a star <laughs> than she was or whatever. But to come in and do a role like this where she plays a was she supposed to be like 16 or something like that or 15 in this or something? Yeah, I think so, something like that. Okay, so like props to her to come out of you know maybe she's just like a freaks and geeks ends and she's just like okay I really need work or whatever before Scooby Doo. Well, starts. actually, because didn't she say something like? How would you feel if your father was dating someone your own age or something oh, okay. like that? Oh, that's okay. true, yeah. So okay. we're guessing she was probably about 20, like mid-20s. Yeah. Yeah, how old was Allie, Allie Larder's character supposed to be? I don't even know. I okay. mean, she looked 30, but obviously. <laughs> I mean, not like she didn't look old, but she just, because I've seen her in other stuff, like yeah. Final Destination, you know, I don't know. It was just kind of like she seemed older. Yeah. All right, I have a question. Some of these uh, people, like, look, does does Legally Blonde happen in the same universe as Win a Date with Tad Hamilton and uh, what's the other movie that I'm thinking about? Um, what do you call it? Uh, crap. I, I had it on the top of my mind, right? But the guy who Win a Date with Tad Hamilton was directed by the same guy. Uh, but, like, I feel like Ali Larder, Linda Cardellini, and Selma Blair, the three of them are constantly, I feel like they're always in the same movies together. Have y'all do y'all feel that way? Linda Cardellini and um, Selma Blair. What other? No, I don't think okay. so. And like, what do you mean in, in the same? What, what movies have they done? In Good Company, Win a Date with Tad Hamilton, and this, like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's not that they're in the same movies, but these are. I all... don't think Win a Date Tad Hamilton is in the same. Okay, not the same universe. I don't think so. I mean, I guess it is a rom com. I mean, Legally Blonde is like a rom com. So like, right. but it just is more like a cult classic because. The, because of the elements. Okay. Hey, I'm just, like, adding random people, like, uh, like, hey, someone Blair did a movie with Topher Grace, and Topher Grace was also in a movie with the director, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I just, it, yeah, I just feel like, and, like, if you look at what he, I think, uh, 
look at like what do you call it? And like obviously you got the cruel. Maybe it's just that a lot of these people have ended up in another movie uh, with the same person that's in it or what have you. That I keep I thinking know. like, all right, this is like these are like the same feel, and they all come out in like a five year period, even though that's like a long time for me to be trying to group it together and all. Uh, but look, thoughts on Hallie Larder? I know her character, her part was small. Uh, really quick, I, something about pacing on this film though. So. They essentially have a murder case that lasts two days or three days, it seems like. Um, and it, like, fell into that guy, uh, the Professor Callahan's lap. Did anyone find that part odd, right? Because it, it goes from, like, hey, um, she's just, like, learning and getting a groove. And then, what, month, what, same first month of law school? Like, they're asking her to come in um, and be a part of the legal research team for a murder trial? Does well, that seem plausible? interns. Okay. How quick? We how see far at into the end? Like she was brought on as an intern for a reason. Okay. How far into her college career was was this all like the first semester? It was or her what? first. It was her first. Yeah, like her first year, semester, whatever. Okay. Yeah. We should all. Because most most time most of the time, um, first semester people you don't just, get an intern. That's internship. Yeah, you're that's studying, usually right? the third year. Yeah. 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 Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I found some of that odd, and then, like, the case, and, like, maybe I'm just trying to get this to be, like, A Few Good Men, uh, where it's all about the murder case, right, which I know that the movie's not right. supposed to be about. No, I like the pacing. I like the okay. pacing. I didn't, I didn't think, like, oh, this is moving, like, what, they solve a case in two days? I didn't get that feeling. And, okay. And, and, you know, with the montage of her, like, um, studying more and mm -hmm. getting her groove, you know, and being in the... And, you know, getting to know people and then, like, being in class and raising her hand and all that to me was enough for my brain for a movie like this to yeah. say, this is, this is, this is a natural progression. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. You could say, <laughs> that, like, through the progression, like, we could probably assume that it was towards, like, the end of the semester that this all started happening. Okay. Gotcha. All right. That makes sense. Yeah, this movie is only 96 uh, minutes long. Um like even I did a uh, I think my 45th rewatch last night, um, and I was like, wow, this is actually done pretty quickly. And I guess maybe I'm just think movies are supposed to be two and a half hours like they are now. All well, because the time. yeah, that's what that's that's a that's a good point. Like a lot of movies just you know used to be an uh, an hour and thirty minutes, but when people you know you start to stream movies and you can watch, you don't have to go to the theater anymore. Or like the theater prices are going up, and you're like, I need a reason to go to this movie. They made movies so fucking long, so you're like, okay, I'm about to sit in a two and a half, three hour long movie. I'll yeah. pay for it. Yeah, that I'll honestly a... surprised me too. Like going back and rewatching the movie, I was like, damn, this is only like an hour, you know? Like, cause you yeah. get so used to movies now being two hours. Like, I feel like two hours is like the standard minimum now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and there's so many streaming sitcoms or. Uh, episodic shows where it's a whole hour you get a whole hour yeah. and that's just one of the 12 episodes in the season or whatever you know so yeah i miss yeah, i miss these days when they were uh, well pace, i miss the pace of the movie was perfect like it flowed yeah. so well like you were never caught up in a moment where you're just like bored looking at yeah your no yeah no long scene no long yeah. scenes yeah. I will so. tell you, even though everybody loves the scene, but the bend and snap was the most uncomfortable scene for me. Like, <laughs> I really, really hated it. So wait, which and, one was that? When, they, the, when they're in the salon and she's teaching Coolidge, you know, how to be oh, sexy because she's yeah. nervous about the boy. And so she's, like, showing them you just drop this thing on accident and then you bend over and snap. 
and like and then she does her hands like fucking t-rex hands and like and then she gets the whole salon to do it and she's like yeah everybody great job like it just so uncomfortable and when anybody brings it up today i'm like oh, please stop please yeah. stop don't talk about the bed and snap it wasn't that cool i just it makes me so uncomfortable and you know that was actually they actually it took them a month to shoot that and it was oh, wow. it was like a whole um it was supposed to be a whole like musical section like oh they were supposed to be like dancing and singing and like oh, but wow. they cut it all down good i'm um, glad that would have been awful yeah. would have i would have hated it even more. i think it would have it wouldn't funny. have made sense it wouldn't have made sense in the movie like there's no other singing and dancing, and then all of a sudden they break out into this number. I mean, I just hated the bend and snap. I didn't. Th- I'm like, you don't s- snap up like that to be sexy. Like, no, no, no. So it logically doesn't make sense to me. And so, yeah, Mike's done a hate it, Mike's hate done a bend and snap down at uh, Stingray in San Diego. I've done quite a few actually. Yeah, a lot of bend and <laughs> yeah, a lot of uh, yeah. I don't know if I've done it, but it's. Uh, well, you know, and and I can't say the reason why the bend and snap had to happen, and she had to snap. On mm-hmm. the way up, because Coolidge had to break that boy's face. Yeah, <laughs> you know, to bring their to bring those two together in the storyline. Like, so I kind of get it. You yeah, know, but little it plot armor. She, she she added yeah. a little too much snap into it. Yeah, yeah of course she did. Nose. She's such a fucking hilarious character in everything Coolidge does. Yeah. Well, so uh, it started with bend and snap, and then it turned into pop lock and drop it. So. I, mean, I like prefer a pop lock and drop. <laughs> Legally blonde three with the pop lock and drop. There you go. Uh, so the all right. So let's let's get to our topics here. All right. Some give us some awards. Right. Let's start with standout performance. Uh, I'll let everyone else go. Reese. Yeah. All right. All right. No questions asked. Uh, look, I went with Reese too. Look, this made this made her. Uh, like, not to say that she wasn't already on a good trajectory before but this was the thing that catapulted her and then very next thing you get a another chris wiggins favorite uh sweet home alabama mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. then you didn't like sweet home alabama i don't know all right why not i don't know all right i have to see it again when i'm a little older i think that right. it just didn't do anything for me when i watched yeah it. i took a girl to see it uh when i was 14 of course uh, you did well, I'm not going to go see it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Because you saw Cruel Intentions five times by yourself, right? Cruel Intentions had a little bit more. Listen, I saw Cruel Intentions and Wild Things by myself. Uh, those had a little bit better. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a girl. She made me uh, go see Sweet Home Alabama, and then we went to see the hot chick. Oh, okay. Uh, she made you go see it. Not mm. like you took her on a date. That's a little yeah, different. She made, yeah, she made me okay, go see okay. it. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So like, you were trying to like, sw- like swoon her, and that was your... That yeah, just like, hey, go play. see. Yeah. She put no, a no, gun no. to your head, huh? Yeah, she put a gun in my Yeah, I think that she makes said, uh, sense. yeah, I think she said she would go back to dating my friend if uh, I didn't go with her. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, she forced your hand. Sounds like a keeper. Yeah, definitely. So, sweet, uh, sweet home out, sweet. Uh, so, she went to did sweet home Alabama after that, and then it goes boom. She's in Walk the Line, Oscar happens, uh, Four Christmases, Monsters vs. Aliens, and just bam, right? Stratosphere. Uh, untouchable living life you know uh she made yeah she killed the movie uh i don't think there no one else competes for it i'm sorry not especially not luke wilson uh okay so our favorite category we don't have the glass shattering because we got a letter a cease and desist from vince mcmahon so we won't be doing the stone cold glass shattering but stone cold appearance this is our favorite laddie this category okay oh, my bad. My, my bad. yeah my, yeah well, you, you can do it now that now that you've already played it you can do it since we're going to get another cease and I desist. I mean, what's to say that I just didn't break, like, a plate? Glass? You know? Yeah, the, the audio. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Opa. All right, look. 
So, uh, basically, who came in for a cameo brief scene and crushed it? Someone... Wait, did y'all delete mine? Hold on. Oh, no, no, that wasn't. Okay, cool. Sorry. Uh, I'll let y'all... All right, I'll let y'all go. Mooney the Chihuahua, who played Bruiser Woods. Well, he had more, li every scene. more lines than Luke Wilson. He killed every scene that he was in. Yeah. Look. What? What's this topic? Uh, what? What? Who came in briefly? Uh, Mike is taking a lot of liberties with the topic, to be honest. Who came in briefly <laughs> and killed and completely killed it? Usually, it's when they just have a scene and then they just like dominate it. I think. Um, I would go her friends. I don't know who played them, but when they come at the end, and uh, this was my one of my favorite parts. Uh. They come in, oh my god, is it L? She's in court. And like, there's like a cute judge, and then there's a jury and everything. Hey, y'all, vote for L. Love that. Um, I'm going to say, okay, I see, I see that, but I'm going to I'm gonna raise this a bit. I'm going to say Linda Cardellini was the best. Okay, okay. okay yeah. She had sure. one specific thing, and that was the her confession in yeah. the, on the stand. I think whatever. even, yeah. yeah I, the stand. I like that. Even when she's like answering, you could see her like, when, she, that, when they keep going to, you're in the shower, you can see Linda Cardellini like, what the fuck, are you an idiot, right? The right. faces she's making were just powerful. Yeah. Yes, she had a good range of emotions. A lot of great face acting uh, in this film. <laughs> all right, so timeless versus time passes by. All right, I understand. I think I have a good sense on what uh, Addie's going to say. Uh, timeless passes by. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, oh, you put timeless. Okay. Wait, who put Timeless? So, that's me. Um, <laughs> okay. This is going to be so good. So, since we were um, on this whole topic about the bend and snap, I actually said that that was Timeless. Because uh -oh. I feel like any time you think of this yeah. movie, you think of the bend and the snap. Mm -hmm. Like, no mm -hmm. one's ever going to not relate the two together. And mm -hmm. with this new remake coming out, I will not doubt that they'll probably, if they're smart, and it's from yeah. a marketing perspective, they'll, uh, they'll add like a little TikTok dance to come along with it, you know, and yeah. create a I whole mean, rollout. You're not wrong. I, you're not wrong. Um, that's a good one. Are we doing? Are we doing like like scenes or? Uh, it can be yeah. It can be the people? whole yeah. It can be it can be the whole scene. People, anything. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have it. Okay, go for it. Okay, you know when she runs into Warner at, yeah. at Harvard and. She and he's like, "What? What are you doing here?" And she's like, "I'm coming to Harvard, Sully." And, and he's like, "Like, how? How did you get here, or whatever? How did you get in?" And she's mm -hmm. like, "What? Like, it's hard." Yeah. That I feel like that Timeless. little saying. Yep. Quote of the movie. Quote of the movie. I think they even had that in the trailers quite a bit. For timeless, I went ahead with Rockette Welch playing Linda Cardellini's mom. I tell you, God, she looked or, great. Just fucking, yeah, it just looked amazing. Yeah, like one she, scene, I kept rewinding it. I was like, man. The scene where she's really getting liked. the facial? Huh? Where she's getting the facial? Or? No, she's in the, I think she's in the crowd during the, uh, what do you call it? She's in the crowd, uh, I don't know, wait, she wasn't in the jury, but she was definitely in the crowd uh, when Linda Carlini's on the stand. Yeah, and, and she was I, in this one. Yeah, in the like, I don't think they don't call out who she is or whatever, but they just show, they just cut to her, and then in all the credits, it uh, she has the same last name as Cardellini, so I'm assuming that no, she they is. No, they do because remember, um, she uh, Elle Woods goes and talks to her, and she she goes with um, Luke Wilson's character. She's getting a facial. Yeah, oh, she, she is. Fall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, word. Yeah. She. Oh, okay. All right. Her eyes and then okay. pulls off the cucumber. Okay. 
Well, timeless, just, yeah, just look great. You know great. who else is timeless? Who? The older woman lawyer um, mentor. Oh, the teacher, yes. Yeah, the teacher, teacher, yeah. She was great. Wait, wait, wait. The teacher or the uh, opposing counsel? No, the professor. Uh, oh, uh, Charlie she Sheen's mom from Two and a Half Men. Yes. Holland, yep. Holland Taylor, and she also played the uh, awful dean in Saved by the Bell, the college years. Oh, I didn't watch that. Uh, a lot of that. We don't really think about the yeah. college years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what I do? Standing at the edge of tomorrow. Today. today. Yeah. No, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, I love that show. Uh, Holland Taylor, yes, great. She, great. It's, look, I, I, they, uh, I wonder if there were supposed to be more scenes with her and that they mm -hmm. cut it out because, like, she really has, like, a few speaking, like, maybe one speaking scene I can remote call, and then they show her quite uh, prominently in the ending montage where, like, they're in graduation. And so I wonder if she's supposed to have, like, had a bigger part or they cut scenes or no. I wonder, too. I mean, she has a very, she's very, she did it so well, and she's got such a strong presence. And, you know, again, that competing factor, even though Elle could have, you know, Reese Witherspoon does an amazing job, who can compete, you know, mm -hmm. but I think they, you know, Cut it, cut it. Maybe they cut it because they wanted to keep focus yeah. on Al. Well, yeah. I, I feel like you're right because you know she has like a bit of an impact at the beginning as like an intimidating teacher, and then we don't really mm -hmm. see much of her. And then at the end, like as like you know she's graduating, like you can tell like she's had that mentor role for her. Yeah, she's like then, she's overly happy about her giving the speech. Yeah, yet there was no like, oh, I'm proud of you moment. Or well, she had that it? moment with her after the Reese's professor the dude puts yeah. his hand on her yep. leg and she wants to leave because of it and then runs into her yes okay you're right okay yes so she right. has that moment with her and i think that was a very strong like professor strong and i think that was symbolic too you know because like yeah we see these cases and and the interesting part about this is this is like 20 years prior to like me too right but yeah. this is obviously something that's been a trend and that's happened in industries and in the workplace, et cetera. And so her being like that strong, you know, presence and, mm -hmm. you know, being a person that has made it, she's probably gone through it herself. And so like mm -hmm. she fits like that mentorship role perfectly. Like they were very mm -hmm. smart to insert her into that scene after mm -hmm. that happened. Mm -hmm. Right on. Definitely. Uh, all right. So we've got... Famous auditions, which y'all have been dying well, we to talk do, about. We didn't do time passed by, bro. Oh, time. Oh, you're right. You know what? Time passed by. Listen, Allie Larder as an actress, as a person, as a entity. <laughs> listen. Why are you hating on Allie I, Larder? Listen, I gotta see. Like, she's famous for. I, I, I look. This is not her fault, right? But I do think this sends a bad message. All right. She's famous for trying to steal Beyonce's husband, and then also for putting whipped cream <laughs> on her uh, thingies. Um, in a, in uh, Varsity Blues, mm -hmm. and 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 then mm -hmm. then this one potentially like marrying an older guy or something like that, right? Now she's been typecast and given like the not the best. I most mean, she did. Aspirational. She did Final Destination. Oh yeah, I forgot. She was okay. Like, yeah, she did Final Destination, and she was like the smart um, loner girl who okay, yeah, makes it probably till the end. You know, I think she makes it into the other. Um, Wait, wasn't she in House on Haunted Hill also? I don't know. Was yeah, she in was... Faculty? Do you remember that yes. movie? I remember that. That's the one with uh, Josh Hartnett? No? Uh, it, I, I think, think Usher I was in it. I think Usher was actually in it too. Uh, he was in Faculty, yeah. All right. Uh, I don't think she was in that. She was in Drive Me Crazy. I know that. Yeah. Which was a... Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I just think yeah, she's what do you call it? She was definitely in House on Haunted Hill with the, I think she survives with Tay Diggs. Uh, so she does a lot of uh, horror movies. So mm -hmm. mad props to her. But yeah, I'm just yeah, I was never, never like I liked her in this. I thought she did a pretty solid job. Uh, just uh, yeah, I was never hyped on her work. Uh, also, time passes by at Werner. That name, awful. <laughs> I'm not a fan of for like yeah. I just don't like when first names. When you have a like, you're supposed to have a last name that cannot be a first name. He's not from or California. What about two first two two first names? That's fine, Chris Paul. Okay. That works. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Jeffrey Bobby. Scott. That works. Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah. Tony yeah. Scott. Yeah, that works. Ridley Scott. That works. You know, just I'm with it. So, uh, what do y'all have for time passes by? Please, please say Warner. What What does that mean? Oh, like it doesn't no longer works. Yeah, just no, maybe it's problematic. It would get canceled. Doesn't work. Uh, just you know. You could talk mm. about the fashion. Oh my god, the the 2000s fashion and like rewatching this. I'm like, dude, <laughs> that's terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I'm with yeah, I'm with that. Except for Elle though, because her Let's fashion is still definitely like very like yeah. it, it has not yeah. aged. But so, fun fact on Elle, forty she wore forty different hairstyles in this film. Wow. For the film, yeah. Addie, have you ever done that? 40 different hairstyles for one thing? I mean, no. I think I've had a lot of different hairstyles within a day. Like, I put it up, then it's down, then I flip it, and then it's some up, some down. Maybe I put a braid in it for some dumb reason. Like, I can do that in a day, like, if I'm bored yeah. or something. But, uh, yeah. So would you, go, would you go do a film and do 40 different hairstyles? I would do whatever the film wanted me to do. Okay. If, right. okay. if I got a legally blonde paycheck, I'll definitely have. If you got a yeah. stylist and the stylist is down to do it, why not? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So what do we got here? So famous auditions. All right. Look, we mentioned Christine Applegate, Catherine Heigl, Gwyn Gwyneth Paltrow. So this one took a lot to find. Um, what's his? Stephen Dorff was uh, going to be apparently. There was some talk of him being considered for the Emmett role. That would have been terrible. Yeah. No. Luke Wilson. Just yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. There couldn't be like no, Ugh, no, God, no, no. Stephen. Dor <laughs> well, this is like right after Blade, though. Not like the current like withered looking one. This is right before, right after Blade, right before he does the every time video with Britney Spears. You can't have two blonde. I don't know. Okay. There's too many blondes. Anybody you would have rather have seen in Luke Wilson's role? No. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Not mm. all right, Addy. What about you? Uh, I really have to think about this. But not off the top of my head, no. Mark Mark Wahlberg, a fear reunion. Oh my God, that movie was so good. Yes, yeah, so oh, I love him in that movie. Mark Wahlberg <laughs> as Emmett. Right, how about Ben Affleck as Emmett? I don't Emmett? know, man. I mean, granted, I know Harvard is in Massachusetts, and Wahlberg does everything Boston, but you, you just... wouldn't buy him getting into Harvard Law. Nah. Would he made a good Warner? Yeah. Imagine, what are you doing here? Huh? No, what? he would be too violent. Okay. <laughs> All right. No. How about Ben Affleck? He's too badassy. Okay. Not ben assholey. Ben Affleck as Emmett. No, because I feel like he would have he would have um, taken too much of the attention. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So no one else. All right. Michael Vartan. Um. Maybe. No. All right. I think y'all just don't want uh, Luke Wilson removed here. So, all right. Well, uh, uh, 
So, look, Gwyneth Paltrow was also considered for Elle Woods. I'm glad they didn't do that. No comedic uh, Michael Vartan actually could have been a Luke. I don't All want right. him to be blonde, but he did really okay. good on Never Been Kissed. And, you know, oh. he's sweet. Yeah. What about the guy from uh, What about the guy from Mean Girls? John, was his name Jonathan Bennett? The dark-haired guy? Yeah. No. No. He would have been really? too young. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, right. he's like a baby. How about Luke Perry? No. Nah. No. Nah. What? Really? No. The King? All right. Nope. Damn. I know you're fascinated and infatuated with him, but no. I mean, a lot of people were. I mean, it's, like it's coming right off 90210. What better way to, you know, he goes. Ugh. Too much. Yeah, Too much hell. attention. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. We'll leave that one then. Uh, the thing let's is, see. like, he's associated yeah. with a specific role and, like, like, the attention factor, everyone, you know, it, it just would have been, yeah, it would have been too much. Okay. Vince Vaughn? No, absolutely no. not. <laughs> okay. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, all right, what do we got here? So, uh, hey, was that? Okay, so listen, I have a hey, was that? All right. And that's really? going to be for, yeah. What does that mean? Uh, this person became famous a little bit later on, or you notice them more prominently in something later on. And I'm going to go with uh, Francesca Roberts, who played the judge in this. All right. As she went on to play, uh, I don't, Mike, this is a show that I know your ass watched, right? Just just by talking to you. Uh, she went on to play the, uh, what do you call it, the ASA in that show, uh, Judging Amy, from that was on CBS for a few years. No, I never watched that. Well, then, if you're going to say that, I'm going to say the professor, the, the female professor. Oh, okay. From uh, what do you call it? Being on, uh, being on. Yeah. All right. That's good. Yeah. Mike, do you have one? If not, you suck. Uh, I suck. I knew that. Yeah. No, that's exactly why I put that in there. Uh, look, I, look. We can do a reverse. Hey, was that for our good friend Victor Garber? Because as you know, he has done a terrible job as a captain in Titanic. Oh man, I couldn't even. I don't even know who the hell. Uh, you don't remember the the creepy professor? In Titan? Wait. No, oh, it, no, him. the creepy oh, professor. Yes. In the, yeah, no, he, yeah, he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't the captain. He was like what the was engineer he? or something. Like he was. Well, he did a pet. He did the a bad job. Was an older dude, I feel like. Okay. Well, he was like the shipbuilder and the uh, yeah, he was or like something the, like that. He was like yeah. the engineer. Like. I like. I like. I like that actor who was the creep and. Victor um, Garber is his name. He was also in Power. I like him. He was. Yeah, he was in Power. Uh, he was also in Argo as well. And uh, Sicario and a few other random things. Uh, yeah, but we'll go. We'll go with Victor Garber. He I always remember that. him because, like, obviously the first time I noticed him was in Titanic. But mm. he has one ear that's smaller than the other, and that's always oh. stood out to me. Like, if, if, oh really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like you're weird. No, look. Like, no, I'm not gonna. No, I don't want to be like you. I'm not gonna look. Right? Google him. Are you sure it's just not higher than the other one? No, it's definitely it's actually larger. Like it's larger. Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, wait. I'm looking. Ew. I mean, not you, but like, oh my gosh, whoa. <laughs> right? Oh my goodness. All and right. then I see it in this one. What? Oh my goodness. Would you guys get that fixed or no? Uh, No, I wouldn't. It's, yeah. it's, it's like I'm going to just screen grab this and I'm going to send it to you guys. And then, like, I you... think Daniel Craig has a similar situation, doesn't he? I've never noticed. I don't like knowing oh. this about people. Okay. Them. <laughs> uh, so next topic, Mike, are you ready for the melody? Uh, nah, I, I, I don't know. I can't hit those notes. 
right, Addy, um, are you do you are you good at singing? You no, but what am I singing? You got a black mama, so you got to be able to do this. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. This one, our favorite category, our favorite topic. Sorry, I ain't trying to get sued. Our favorite topic. Who wants that smoke? Ready? <clears throat> Three, two. What is one. The, even that song? All right. Standing there, mentally exhausted, just pissed at you. Chances are my hate is nothing new. Fist star, cocked back, direct attack. If you're mad as am I, you will choke. I want that smoke. All right. So, who should have been laying hands because they want that smoke? Thank you, Addy. All right. L. Woods and Vivian. All right. There should have been a fight scene. I think this would have elevated the movie. All right. There was there was clear beef. Vivian wanted the smoke. L wanted the smoke, all right? Blonde versus brunette. Gorgeous. Maybe, maybe in your movie, in your head movies. What well, damn? They got, they, you got to have, look. She should have fought her, and she should have laid hands on that. Uh, not laid hands <laughs> in the way that Garber was doing it, but laid hands and slapped the shit out of Professor Callahan. I mean, all right. the Professor Callahan assault, I do support, but her fighting Vivian, nah. Like, well, Vivian tried to make her look, try to... Make try to embarrass her by making her wear that damn bunny outfit. Yeah, but she wasn't like your typical bully. Yeah, you know I mean like what? She wasn't like Re- she, she, was. she wasn't like Regina George type like where she's. Yeah, like, because I, I agree with you, Mike. Because she because it's in the scene where Elle shows up to the party in her bunny outfit and she acts like it's she's not phased at all and says something snarky. Well, not snarky, but Elle gives Selma a like a a comeback. And then mm-hmm. walks off, and then Selma's, you know, she's sitting there with her friend, and she's like, God, she's just so awful. Like, she's the victim in all this. So, like, she's She's not... gaslighting. Huh? She's gaslighting, all right? Yeah, I mean, unintentionally or otherwise. But, like, she's not the one who has this mean mean girl to the core type of thing. Okay. She's just rich, privileged, and ignorant, and... So, is still affected by L. So like she thinks she's the victim in all this. I think like, yeah. yeah, I think she's and, she's got to be from Boston, all right? Oh, she was hating sure. on a California. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh, even, but hold even, on, really, even, really quick, Mike. Really didn't quick. Have, like bad intentions though. Like she wasn't True. angry about like the bunny outfit. Like she owned it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Addy, you got to put some respect on that quote because it was just killer. All right. <clears throat> oh, I like your outfit too. Except when I try to dress up as a frigid bitch, I try not to look so constipated. There you go. <laughs> There it is. Listen, I gotta say she that didn't quote. Even have a response. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. The other quote. Uh, <laughs> this is. I love this. Uh, now this is not a category, but I uh, look. Uh, this is why. What's her name? Uh, this is why uh, Reese Witherspoon killed the movie. All right. Simply put. All right. Uh, she could use some mascara. She could use some serious highlights. But otherwise, she's not completely unfortunate looking. <laughs> <laughs> Just fuck. Yeah. Look, uh, Addie, did you use any of these on any ladies? Uh, like during your high school years at all? No, I'm so bad at quoting movies. Like, okay, can't do it. Okay, I don't know. I didn't have any. Mike's totally a stealer of lines and movies and using them against people. I am. Yeah, like yeah, that was his whole high school, just like quoting Fast <laughs> and Furious. And I use yes. the mascara line on the uh, the emo kids, so. I <laughs> <laughs> don't need any more mascara. Yeah. All right. Look, I wanted them. To, I wanted some fights to happen up here. Uh, so look, another category. Mike loves this one. 
I wish them nothing but the worst. Yes, my favorite. All right. Uh, I assume you put this, Mike, due to the spelling. So this is my favorite category because we basically take the character from the movie that we just hated the most. And we wish them nothing but the worst. And so for me, I got to go with Warner. The dude was so fucking whack. Like, he's your mm -hmm. typical bougie white guy, privileged, rich. And, like, he's sitting there talking about how he has, like, the desire to meet his dad's, his rich dad's expectations. You know, my dad is a senator. I got to be a senator. And that's his whole excuse for, like, dumping L. you know? But, and after all this, after, after all this, she still, he still has the audacity to, to ask her out after, after all this. Like, I, I actually choose you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you have a choice in the matter? Like, oh, my God. Yeah, like, she Such just won a, a case. Such a asshole move. Yeah, and she just won a case that they didn't want to use his ass on because they saw that he couldn't. Because uh, earlier in the movie, when uh, she put she brings, up a, uh, she brings up a counter to his point, right? And then he goes, congratulations, you've just won your case. And you look at uh, fucking... Lord Pissface here, right? And he's just sitting there looking all dejected and everything. I don't know how the fuck he got invited uh, to the party. Right? That was I such a either. funny part, too, because they were debating about, like, what seemed to be, like, semen donation. Like, yeah. artificial uh, pregnancy, which has now yeah. become, well, like, a big topic. Yeah. And and the, and when um, Selma was having a heart-to-heart -heart with Elle, finally, in Elle's room, and mm -hmm. she was like, you know, it took warner like three times to get in or pass the test or pass his lsat or whatever i don't know how mm -hmm. many times but she was but he she was like admitting he got waitlisted right yeah something yeah. along those lines like he didn't make it in right away it wasn't that easy for him mm -hmm. was he older yeah. than her because like, i kind of got that vibe well no i thought they were the same they, they well they were like huh i don't know they don't make it clear but like they ended up there at the same exact year and i assume that they I don't know, I assume that they were the same age. I mean, I thought that yeah. too, but I, I kind of got a vibe like he might have been like a grade older than her. Okay, he is trash, nonetheless. Um, hey, for my nothing but the worst, Professor Callahan. Mm-hmm. All right, Agreed. me too vibes, just... And like, just the way... Are you hitting on me? Looks, you're a beautiful woman. Like, I'm a man bro. who knows what he wants. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, bro, like... She's clearly floored by this, right? He's just like, you're a beautiful woman. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? Then his attitude afterwards, I will not allow her to be the counsel, right? And then, like, rolling his eyes, and I'm like, bro, like, if you don't get hit by a car, right? Like, uh, yeah, and I'm like, this is just trash, like, all across the board. Like, God, yeah, just scum, all right? Just, yeah. Yeah, that, still he definitely was a piece of shit. Yeah, to lead like, it off with, like, the summer, um, what was it, the summer program? Like, mm -hmm. what are your plans? And then puts his hand on her on her thigh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck fucking, fucking Roger Ailes, fucking shitbag, fucking Harvey Weinstein guy. Yeah, trash. Uh, yeah, I was about okay, to compare so, to Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Addy, do you have an additional, uh, I wish him nothing but the worst? No, because that was mine. Okay, cool. That's oh, moment. you know what? You oh, know what? go ahead. All right. Yeah. Okay. Um, Coolidge's ex-boyfriend who was trying to keep her dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy was... Yeah. That guy was he was scum. just straight up trash. <laughs> yeah, he gives me very Michael Jeter from Airbud vibes. <laughs> just like, fucking, just like, yeah, fucking... That guy's got to end up on our Mayor East Town Part 2. Fucking... 
Oh, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, trashy. Uh, all right, so best moment. Uh, somebody, y'all just covered this one, so someone can start. Uh, Mike, yeah, I think so that's you. ironically, um, my favorite part of the movie was Elle accompanying Paulette to the trailer to basically get her dog back and confronting her trash-ass boyfriend. Yeah, that guy was just <laughs> fucking, yeah, just, uh, yeah. I, I uh, thought yeah. it was just funny, like, because, you know, Elle just pops out of nowhere and she's got her glasses on, her fit, she's on point, like, with her, you know, her, her lawyer attire. She's giving off that vibe, and she's, you know, she's throwing making out, up, like... Making up law, words and laws? I, mean, I wouldn't say making up. I think she's reciting what she's learning in class, but the dude is so, like, dumbfounded, well, no, like, his reaction... Well, not, like, day one of her in class? Nah. Oh. This is already, like, when she starts to redeem herself, oh. like... Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought this was... Okay. I thought it was just, like, she was, like, coming up with stuff or whatever, right? Because she's, like... Like, she seemed to be, like, sort of thinking her way through it or whatever so i thought maybe she's like coming up with crap but no, all right well, none of us are lawyers here so yeah i like that scene too addy you had something that you wrote down here it looks like um i don't think i did but oh, i that... do have one for you all right let's go with that so it definitely for me was you know the scene in court when she is talking about the you know, what the perming process is. And yeah. <laughs> should you be washing it and just go, you know, in her element of what she knows and about to fucking win is mm-hmm. the best part. I love that scene too. Uh, also, like, uh, fuck it, that, def- that, I don't know the, pro- what is it, the prosecutor or whatever? Uh, very terrible prosecutor, by the way. Uh, just sitting there, oh, she goes, what, is- I am Jack, what's the relevance of this, right? And she goes, I have a point, right? Well, that was and then the funny, judge though, because is- she's like, I have a point, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I could understand why she's going to react that way. She's talking about how her homegirl's basically... Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the yeah, we had this girl in blah, blah, blah. Participating in, like, I, I want to say she said a wet t-shirt contest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I, <laughs> listen, this is, like, I, I feel like they... Bo- I, I know... I don't know how much of that was in the manuscripts. I'm assuming that one was just written directly for the, what do you call it, clear, few good men vibes. Right? Where... It's telling a random telling a random story, right? And the prosecutor's like, this person's just fucking buying the shit out of time or whatever, right? And uh, trying to skirt the trying to essentially skirt the process or whatever, right? It, it gave me a few good men vibes. I was like, she went. And then she goes into Tom Cruise mode and just completely gets her to uh, do the ambition. And then the face she makes when she learns that it's true. And then the oh my god, right afterwards when she realized she won the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Completely, yeah. Um, I went with uh, I went with the with the bunny scene and how she punks uh, how she punks Vivian. Uh, I love that. Uh, what do you call it? Then we okay. So funniest scene. Let's get to that. Hmm. Funniest scene to me um, was also during the trial, and it was with uh, Luke Wilson's interrogation of Enrique, the pool boy. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just thought it was, Enrique was great because like. And, and not just that scene in particular, board. but, like, the build-up to it, because, you know, Elle runs into him at the water fountain, and... He's he, like, you went to last year's... You <laughs> went last year's Pradas. And she's like, this yeah. is, these aren't last year's, but, like, even me watching that now as an adult, like, that's, um... You know, you know, like, the individuals that are into fashion and everything. So oh, yeah. I knew, Dude, I know a ton of guys yeah. like that. Yeah, hell yeah. You know, like, where it's going, and so for her to come back and then say, like, you know, hey, like... There's no way that he would have been having an affair with her. He's gay. Like, he called out my shoes. 
And then just yeah. Luke Wilson calling him out, like, what's your boyfriend's name? And then he says it. And then he, he does goes, a backtrack. And then his boyfriend. He's just my friend. <laughs> his boyfriend oh, gets up in the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That was my favorite scene when I was younger. Legit. Yeah. Uh, all right. Addy, what do you uh, what do you got here? Um. Oh. I'll go first. I'll go first. I went ahead. I already mentioned this. I went with Paulette asking uh, Elle about Vivian, but she's not that unfortunate li- looking because we just really we use it all the time. I just first time I heard it, I was floored, and then even to this day, I'm just like, this is the delivery on it's just fucking smack dab. And I was like, yeah, I was like, Selma Blair, like if you did some work, she could be pretty, uh, she could be pretty great looking, right? Not that she's bad looking or anything. So I just love that. She trying to say that uh, she would have been like, fuck, what was that movie? Um, where they take the nerd girl and like they dress. Oh, she's all that. She's all that. Yes. Yeah. Wait. Okay. The movie I was thinking about that they're all that all of them are in is Can't Hardly Wait. I think. <laughs> Can't hardly wait. Wait. Is it? Yeah. That, um, I think a few it? people were in there. That movie sucked though. Actually, none of them are in that. You did. All right. I don't think any of them are in it actually. I think, oh, what do you call it? I think Allie Larder's in it. And Selma Blair, that's it. Okay. Um, look. Uh, all right, so let's go. This one is, this This is a pretty cool uh, topic, I think. Uh, or I just came up with out of my ass. That's the Keanu Reeves acting in monologues. Yeah. What's terrible speaking delivery? Who kind of mailed it in during the acting? Um, let's see. Okay, so wait. Mike, did you put this one or me? Uh, if it's... So I put it, and every time you read this, like, topic, I always think of that Keanu Reeves uh, meme, where he, like, he's making that, like, dumb face. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just a funny, yeah. funny observation. Okay. Me. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so for me, it's got to be the scene where Elle calls her friends to vent about her bad experience at Harvard, like, when she first gets there. Um, it's when her friend is doing her, like, wedding dress fitting. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, oh, okay, yes, they're not paying attention to what she's saying. Like she's talking about her her wedding dress fitting, and like you know, Elle's clear, clearly trying to vent, and like they're just talking about themselves. Cool, no big deal. The part that annoyed me was when she hands over the phone, she trips over and she falls down. And I feel like those clumsy fall scenes are always input into movies to be funny, and they're fucking corny, and they're not funny at all. Like they need to just yeah. do away with that. I hope. They do away with those coming into 2020, and we don't see those scenes anymore. All right, great. <laughs> um, so I went with uh, all of Luke Wilson's lines. Look, Hater. Just, <laughs> it's like, man, I was like, isn't this the guy from Blue Streak at Old School and uh, Bottle Rocket His or whatever? His lines weren't even like, that bad, bro. Like, all right, listen, dude. Look, did, I, did, I, look, did I disagree or shit on yours? No. Uh, listen, it was, look, it was just mailed it in. He mailed it in. All right. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm very aware, I'm very aware, as Peter Griffin said, right? I'm very aware I'm watching a play, all right? It's, yeah. Addy, do you have anything that, any bad acting that stands out? Um. Bad faith mm, acting, too, counts. No. Like, uh, Mike's uh, very unfair call out of me just now. <laughs> yeah, bad faith acting. I actor. don't. I don't. I okay. think everybody showed up. Okay. Uh, all right, here's a topic that's near and dear to Mike's heart because of his team. Leon let mistakes. Uh, <laughs> just people who, just things that just didn't really make sense, shouldn't have been done, clunky, things like that. Um, I put ahead, like, I put this right. Uh, Chutney completely Leon letted it when she gets Jack Nicholson on the witness stand. Just, 
you know, like, it, look, I understand the getting caught lying about the perms and everything like that, right? But then to admit the murder part or whatever. Like, I hate when they, I really do hate when they do that in films, right? Because I'm like, that's so, it's just never going to happen. No lawyer is that damn good, right? And, like, you would think that there would have been some type of a coaching, um, not coaching, right? Prosecutor would have, like, did some, their sort of, uh, you know, met with the wit- met with them as a witness or whatever, right? At some point, right? And found all this out. Um, and they're trying to build a case against the state. And so they obviously would have been like, all right, well, what the hell is going on? Don't be bringing up the damn shower and stuff like that, you know, or plead the fifth or something. I just, yeah, that just, she got Leon leaded. Well, I also want to know, like, how many people have actually, like, admitted, you know, mistakenly on the stand that they committed a crime, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Clearly it didn't work on OJ, like... <laughs> Well, he didn't. Well, he never took the stand, though. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was Cochran, right? Yeah. It's a. Uh, uh, wait. Say that again. I said that was probably Cochran's strategy, right? Not to let. Him. I don't think he. I don't think he, ever, he was ever going to take the stand. But yeah, it's a. Uh, but I guess like just yeah, it it does seem odd that you would get someone to like, oh, okay, yeah, I did it, blah blah blah, right? Or fuck yeah, I did it, blah blah blah. They can kiss my ass, right? I'm just like, come on, you know. Yeah, I feel like it's like Scooby Dooish, you know. Yeah, it is. It is, <laughs> especially with Linda Cardellini playing Velma. Exactly. Yeah. Like all she needed all right. to say was like, and I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for <laughs> meddling blonde. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> would have loved that. Uh, all right, so. Uh, so for uh, me, um, okay. Leon let mistake. The movie, obviously, we've talked about it. Takes place in Harvard, but it was filmed at. UCLA and at USC. Yeah, there should have been a lot more cold scenes or like snow scenes or something like that. Right. Uh, yeah. Hence why I asked, hey, how long were they? What did, did some of this take place? Because it was never winter time there at all. <laughs> yeah. Like it makes me actually want to go to Boston slightly. Right. I'm like, hey, the weather's always just like here, you know. That's uh, at, <laughs> yeah, Addy, you have any Leon Let mistakes that stand out? What are they again? Uh, Leon Let mistakes. That's you fumbled, you uh, or someone fumbled, right? Someone did something dumb. Someone did something boneheaded. That stands out. Hmm. Luke Wilson. Well, I will Luke say Wilson that like <laughs> Luke Wilson choosing to do this film. Mm-hmm. Um, he was perfect in every the way. Cast, the casting director choosing Luke Wilson. You're such a hater. Why do you hate him so much? <laughs> well, I don't jealous? hate him. Just... If I'm jealous of Luke Wilson, please shoot me. I think you are. Somebody bring out, bring out the weapons. Yeah, bring. <laughs> I'm gonna bring out the Nerf gun. Yeah. <laughs> I'd at least be jealous of Owen. I love that earlier you said that Luke had a funny looking face, but not Owen. Well, they 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 both have an interesting face, but I like I just like Luke more. Okay, I, I, well I do too, but yeah, Luke, Luke uh, doesn't have a crooked nose. <laughs> he doesn't have the nasally voice. Yeah. Well, look, well, look. <laughs> you got these raging hormones. She should want to get with her guy before he goes on the moon. All right. Uh, any Leon let mistakes stand out, Addy? None, none to me. All right. Awesome. Well, look, guys. Perfect. Yeah. It, look, I got to say, 20 year, 20 year anniversary of this. Uh, don't watch number two. Y'all will it'll, it'll do. Yeah. Just you'll number two like this cool. a lot more. I mean, shout out to Benjamin Bratt. For being in it yeah number two they just stole from like a uh, miscongeniality basically yeah nah yeah uh, you're right <laughs> uh look so uh also 
you know, L, L, you know, Reese Witherspoon got nominated for a Golden Globe for this movie, by the way. I forgot to mention that, right? Um, look, any parting shots as we end this, y'all? I want to shout out the uh, Greek culture because I feel like... Delta Nu? Uh, well, it's a fictional sorority, right? But I feel like uh, people so. give, like, this negative stigma to sororities and fraternities and, like, stuff ain't not true. Like, I was Greek. My wife is Greek. Shout out to all my friends. I thought you were also... Mexican. What? I thought you were Mexican, bro. Yeah, I am. I'm talking about, like, Greek as in, like, fraternity oh. and sorority, bro. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Nah. Uh, yeah, so that's all. Uh, Addy, any parting shots here? You can take mm. one at Garb or two. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fuck racist. I mean, well, fuck racist. But rape Yeah. Men. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Uh, my parting shot. Check this out, everyone. All right, I'm gonna lay it down on y'all, really, really easily. Uh, the fact, of, the fact of the matter is, Boston. I've said it once and I'll say it again. We don't like you. All right. We appreciate that Legally Blonde took place at Harvard. The movie would have been so much better if it was at Stanford. Stanford said, you know what? We don't want, uh, we don't want our school represented that way. Boston decided, hey, let's go and get that money. Let's get that check and everything. You didn't even have the courtesy to let them film there. All right. Should let them film there for free to make your city look a little bit better. So that's all I got to say. Addy, it was legit and an undeniable pleasure to have you on. Can we get you on for the Blue Streak episode? Sure. Why not? (laughs) All right. You got to promise not to shit on Luke Wilson, though. Yeah. No, I'll be I'll be nice. I love them in that. Um Mike, it's always a displeasure to do anything with you. Yeah, no, likewise. Addy, right. thank you for gracing us with your presence and for keeping Chris Wiggins in check. He was definitely <laughs> a lot more well-behaved today. Oh, good, good, good. Glad yeah. I contained the man. Awesome. Well, thank you. Everyone, for the Bingers and for our, our, new, our newly anointed Binger, uh, Diamond Baker. All right. Shout out. Assemble tomorrow. Alright y'all. Peace. Yeah, Bye. let me